Welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Thank you for joining me on this Good Friday. It's a uh, Good Friday indeed. It's not a sad day, although you would think that the day that our Savior is crucified would be considered sad. But it's not because we know the end of the story and we know that he is risen. Just as we read yesterday and we're going to read today, we're going to be in uh, Luke 24 and going through his resurrection and then his ascension into heaven. As we've talked about before, the Gospels are providing different angles to some of the same events. And here in Luke, we're going to read a slightly different version or different view of what happened and get some more clarity on exactly what happened on the day of resurrection. But with that, I want to start us with just opening a word of prayer. Lord God, thank you for this day. It's an incredible day, a day in which you, you suffered, you were taken into the hands of the, the priest and Pilate, you were tortured, and you were crucified. And I'm so grateful that you loved me that much, that you thought of me on the cross, you saw my face, you knew me, you knew all of us, and you were willing to do it. You were obedient to your Father's will just as we were, and we need to be obedient to yours, to your commands. And so, Father, I pray as we read today that we would that we would see what you want us to see, that our hearts would be open, that you would, you would talk to us, and we would hear what needs to be heard. I just pray, Father, for your guidance. I pray for your, your wisdom, and I pray that you'd be honored and glorified by all that we do today. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <clears throat> so, just before I came on, I was listening to Matthew West's uh, song, Forgiveness. And I think it's pretty amazing. It's great timing. Because this is all about forgiveness. This is about how we get forgiven and we have eternal life. So, with that, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, get started on verse 1, chapter 24. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning... The women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood before them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you, while he was still with you in Galilee, The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. (laughs) Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. I feel such a a kinship with the disciples, because even though they've been told over and over what's going to happen, they still don't get it. 
And I know I've been told so many things. I've been given insights and I still don't get it. And I just, I just sit here as we read and as we've been reading for the last, you know, 75, 90 days, whatever it might be. We've just been, I've been amazed at how I resemble so many of these people who don't get it. <laughs> it's uh, it's remarkable that just like them, I am just like them. And uh, it's, it's just encouraging because God can use even someone like me. <laughs> so, verse 13, on the road to Emmaus. Now that same day, two, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed, before God and all the people. The chief priest and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was, he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In, addi in addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning but did not find him, or did not find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe, all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. So I think it's interesting that, like most people, we believe and remember those parts of the story or of the situation that we want to understand and that we want to remember. Like these guys remembered that Jesus was going to establish his reign on earth for a thousand years, that he was going to be the one to redeem Israel. But then it didn't happen how they thought it would because they forgot all the other parts of the, of the verses of the Bible that talked about how the Son of Man had to be basically crucified and then would rise again. And they forgot those parts, which then Jesus went through and walked them through. And again, he, he kept them from understanding who he was. Much like Mary thought Jesus initially was the gardener yesterday, today these guys didn't know who Jesus was. They didn't recognize him. So going on to verse 28, as they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearing evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. 
and he disappeared from their sight. Jesus had a really fun way of appearing and disappearing. That's kind of cool. Um, Verse 32, they asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, it is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. Jesus appears to the disciples, verse 36. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It It is I, myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe, believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything to, anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of boil, broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what it is written, The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sin will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. So I think it's interesting back in... in um, here they were they still just didn't believe him i mean you know they thought he was a ghost then they're like uh hey and while they in verse 41 and while they still did not believe believe it because of joy and amazement he asked them do you have anything to eat it's like they it's they're people they're just normal folks who it takes a while and again i can I can definitely, uh, I can definitely relate. I've had to be bonked on the head quite a few times to understand things. Verse 50, when he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. So it seems that their fear obviously disappeared a little bit about being persecuted because they made themselves known in the in the temple. And you know, so it's just a different perspective here that is being offered by by Luke than what we read in John. Um, different stories or elements to the event are covered off, and it's just a great different, and it helps to complete the uh, overall story. So with that, I'm going to just close us in a word of prayer. Father God, thank you for this day, this most holy day, the day of your sacrifice. I'm grateful, and I pray that you would watch over us. I pray that we would do your will. I thank you for your forgiveness, and I just pray we would continue to forgive others, that our hearts and our minds would be focused on making sure that we forgive as we've been forgiven. 
And I'm grateful for your sacrifice and the life you've given me, the redemptive life, the opportunity to fellowship with you, the creator of the world, forever. I'm so thankful, Lord, and for the way that my life has meaning because of what you've given me. I'm thankful and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Happy Good Friday. He is risen. He is risen indeed.